The OC Bombers podcast is available worldwide and is heard on six continents and over 50 countries. Please subscribe and listen on your preferred podcast app and leave us a good review. Oh, you wanted to go over this? Sure, if you want to. I thought you wanted to. Yeah. I thought you said that. I did. I did. I did. I did. I mean... I'll get get to it a little bit later, but, you know, it's kind of... um, Oh, I love mine. L-O-V-E. I mean, all all I need to do is really start a song, one of those songs with... Hit it, Tori. Welcome to the OC Bombers Podcast, and now, here's Neil. Hey, Scotty, how are you? Excellent and exceptional. How are you doing, buddy? Fantastic. Number 191. 191. It's it's great. We were off week, but now we're back with 191 as in. What's that? I was going to say the rock group Blink-192, no, but, but, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Even though my favorite sister-in-law, Laura, yeah. said she kind of anticipates it now and kind of likes it. Oh, God, Laura. Yes. <laughs> 191, as in the Major League Baseball all-time stolen base person. Number 191 on the list. Okay. All-time stolen bases. Ricky Henderson? Nah, he's close to one. Uh, Dan McGann. Dan McGann? Mm-hmm. He who, stole who did he play for? 282 bases. He played for the New York Giants. He won a World Series with them in 1905. Wow. He played from 1896 to oh. 1910. No wonder why I haven't heard of him. Old school, but he's still 191 on the list. I uh-huh. think that's pretty uh-huh. impressive. Oh, okay, yeah. Pretty impressive, right? Yes. Top 200? Sure, yeah. So there you go. That's 191. Neil, are you ready for your celebrity birthdays chosen I, especially for you? I'm ready. No, it's been a while. You got to get back into it. Okay. I think I'm think right. I got, birthdays. Uh, birthdays. Years. Think people at home pop playing culture, along. Pop culture. Years go. I'm ready. American singer and songwriter. Some call him the American troubadour, and I think really the American troubadour, Don McLean. The American Troubadour? Yeah, huh. that's what I saw. His I mean, nickname. He's a two he's hit. A, he's a no. Okay, okay. American Pie is a great song. I okay, love that song. What's L-O-V-E. another one? Do you know another one? Um, Vincent Van Gogh. Okay, Vincent was on Vincent, here. Okay, very good. Right. I had never heard that, and I listened to it, yeah. and I don't want to hear it again. Yeah, not good. No, but he's got one song. All right. And, and. Uh, well, and I got Nor- Vincent Van Gogh, but it's, not, it's just Vincent, right? It's just Vincent. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> but uh, he, he also has an enormous comb over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just weird hair. Don't like it. But, but yeah, I, um, but how old is he? He's got it. He's got to be. But really, do you like American Pie? You know, I think it might be like overplayed for me. The song's yeah. fine in and of itself, but I don't need to hear it all the time. I will I tell guess. you what. I, 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 used, to, I right? used to stop when I heard it on the radio, and I'm not sure I'm stopping. The, yeah, we'll probably stop on it when I'm, when I'm pushing around. Because, you know, I know all the words. Sure, and it's got a lot of different uh, melodies Ref- to it. And, and also references. And, references. and you know me, I'm all it's about... It's the original We Didn't Start the Fire. Okay. <laughs> I, but by, and by, yeah, by the, yeah I, and I know all the references. So I'm like, oh, ah, so ooh. of course. All right, here we go. How old is Donnie McLean? Um, good old Donnie boy. I'm going to say he is 79. Neil, so close. Oh. 78 years old. Oh. 78, just one off. If you're playing along with tolerances, oh, I don't know how you score that, but I know how I score it. Oh, my goodness. Your second celebrity, Neil. Oh, that was so close. I'm so disappointed. I mean, like, did you see, did you see the wind come out of myself right there? <laughs> we we got to get it back. You got to get back to that happy <laughs> I mean, place, I, Neil. I, I got my, my shoulders just went, oh. 
<laughs> All right, let's puff it back up there. I'm, I'm hoping the audience is like visualizing my shoulders going, oh. American actress, actress and TV host, Kelly Ripa. She's an actress? <laughs> she played Haley Vaughn on All My Children. I did not know that. And uh, she, she was in a bunch of other stuff that I saw in there. But she's been hosting live yeah. uh, since 2001. You know, started well, with Reed. First with Reed. Now she's with your, your buddy. No, no, no. No, she's with her husband, Mark Consuela. She was with Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest. That's your buddy. Mm, yeah. And then <laughs> Michael Strahan was in there as well. Right. So Kelly Ripa. Um, she, Ripa. Kelly Ripa. Ripa. I'm going to say she's in her 50s. I'm going to go with um, 54. Neil, 54 is... Incorrect. Oh. She is fifty-three. Oh my years god! Old. Oh, there, there goes the shoulders again. Once now, now I'm really slouching. Once again, <laughs> one off on each, oh but still god. off. So that means Neil, you're going to no, nail these this. Are, one. These are solid guesses, Scotty Montgomery. You they know are. <laughs> you are right. I agree. Good guesses, not great or accurate guesses. Oh British singer-songwriter and bassist. Gordon Sumner, a.k.a. Sting. Stingling a ding-dong. Now, you do know that Lisa hates Sting and the police. You know that. I, I do, and I don't understand it. I mean, right now, she'll probably ask us to fast forward this part of the uh, of the broadcast. Oh, no. Well, he sold over 100 million records I actually, singles. I, I do like Sting. She knows that. All right, so how old I is prefer Sting? his police to his solo. I actually like his solo stuff. Um, oh, man. What the, I can't think of the name of the album. It'll come to me. All right, it's not going to come to me, but I'll, that's okay. Uh, how old is Sting? I'm going to go with 67. Neil, that is incorrect. Oh. He is 72 Ooh. years old. All right, that one, I'm not in the ballpark 72. there. So, uh, Neil, that was, uh, let me see. Uh, 0 for 3. Right. Sorry about that. Oh. By the way, he's an actor also. He's, uh, he's He was in the movie Dune. I remember yeah. that. That was horrible. And he was also in the movie Plenty with Meryl Streep, which was at the Holiday Cinemas when I worked there. also in the movie Quadrophenia as well. So that was a birthday guesses. Now, Neil. Yes. It's time for Neil's Corner. Right. So, Scotty, you know I like to be topical and in, in vogue. And timely. <laughs> oh, now you're in vogue. <laughs> Sounds like you ate a French dictionary. Well, that's what it was part do. It was part do. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so uh, as you know, I went Do, to- doesn't En Vogue have an opening for a singer? Maybe. Me, okay. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> what did they sing in Vogue? I boy bands are not my thing. Sorry. Sorry. Well, well, well it's an all female band. Oh, but uh, <laughs> boy or female bands or I whatever. That, or I want to say, uh, girl, you're never gonna get it. You're uh, never gonna get it. But, I, do, I actually uh, do that song. We'll follow up with that. And uh, my favorite sister-in-law, Laura, will let me know what they right. sang. But go ahead, Thank Neil. You. Now that you got me out of my rhythm for the corner, I'll just... Uh... <laughs> my job here is done. So anyway, um, this weekend, as you know, or right, my friends and family know, I went to a wedding this weekend up in New York. Oh, yes, Beautiful you affair. Did. Great. And because it's October... It is October right? now. And this is going to be... We're going to talk about weddings in the wedding corner. Oh, the wedding corner. Now, I have, I have gone to four weddings this year, Scotty. Four okay. Of them, right? Mm-hmm. But let's just talk. Let's look at some statistics about weddings, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. So, planning the proposal. The average engagement length in 2022 was 15 months. Okay, so... 30% of couples quarter, were engaged yeah. two years or longer, right? Mm-hmm. And once again, December was the top engagement month as 15% of couples opted to celebrate the important milestones with 
Christmas or sure Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve. I th- I think uh, if you get engaged, you should be engaged at least one year before you get married. Okay. So what, let's talk about the t- top wedding dates in ni- in 2023. Okay. The top wedding date. September 23rd. So my da- Daniel oh. Daniel and Laura missed it by a week. The okay. set, October is, 7th is is, it, is is that because it, that's when it turns into fall? I don't know, but it, it's okay. October 7th, October 14th, and October 24th was October, three, October. Hmm. four, and then May 20th was the 5th. Now, I just gave it away, but what do you think is the most popular wedding date month of 2023? October. October. Hmm. Okay. And the, the av- and, uh, yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah, I guess because uh, summer's over would... and it's cooler yeah, out, but yeah. not cold. Yeah. And the fall setting, probably because of these country clubs okay. and yeah. venues, it's, it's a beautiful view. Okay. Sure. And the average guest, 115 is the expected average guest count of these weddings. 115 okay. people. All is right. that big? Or, that's about an average. That's a good size, isn't it? That's a, that's a very nice size. Yeah. I wish we could get 115 people at a bomber party. That would be fun. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about some wedding trends, Scotty. Okay. okay. All right. So these things are on the rise for weddings, right? 45 At 45% requesting an unplugged ceremony, no photos or videos, and that's up 23%. So, so no, an, nobody an, can an, take... An unplugged okay. ceremony. Interesting. Now, the wedding where I was at this weekend, I felt like it was a part of paparazzi. <laughs> there were like five or six Taylor cameras. Taylor Swift was, was there? It was unbelievable. <laughs> 40% are having a signature cocktail. That's up 17% in okay. the last five years. Now, that's very nice. Signature cocktails. I do like that. Yeah, I really do. And I... Throws a little something different in the mix. I just I usually don't drink. I just I just stay, stay with the bourbon and beer. You just <laughs> oh here's our specialty. Yeah, 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 just three fingers of gin, please. Thank you. And it, you know we talked about Randy earlier. Thirty nine percent are offering gluten free options at the reception. Oh, That's up sixty percent. Well, I guess yeah. You know. And thirty four percent are offering vegan options at the reception. That's up twelve percent. Everybody's got to eat, Scotty. I I get it. Is there anything about snack cakes? How many no, snack cakes no, that, are there? Not there. No. And thirty-three percent incorporating a wedding theme. That's up thirteen percent, which is a, a little theme? bit contra- controversy to the unplugged stuff, you know. All right, oh, but now these okay. things are losing momentum. Okay, these are going down. Oh, trend. I was going to say the other thing going up at weddings. Yeah, the divorce rate. <laughs> no, no okay. I don't know. I don't okay. have that information here. Forty-eight percent handing out wedding favors. That's down twenty-one percent. Huh. Really? Yeah. I mean, that's, um, I think that's something you got to give a little something about. 37% having a bouquet toss. That's down 12%. Okay. I don't think any of the weddings I went to had a bouquet toss. Okay. Interesting. Did you? Um, I, 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 I haven't. I haven't 32% is, and it's, this is down 23%, is uh, creating a wedding hashtag. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Twenty-five percent, and I I do not like this trend. This has got to, this has got to reverse. Uh-oh. Having a day after brunch for guests is down twelve percent. Oh. I mean, the brunch afterwards is nice. You're like, cause you you it's it's you're all hungover, right? And you, then you, you get some protein right. in you, and the people who are embarrassed don't show up. Right, and you're like, oh, did you see what Neil was doing? You know why Neil's not exactly. here, yeah, right? He had a rough on last night. Oh, yeah. And then Lisa's like, and then Lisa's there, she's like, what's up with Neil? <laughs> Is he okay? <laughs> All right, and 22%, wedding party members wearing the same outfit. That's down 19%. I, I like that. I, I like the variety of them. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the groomsmen right. and, and, and the ladies, right. yeah, the I bridesmaids. Think and the, I think, yeah, you should right. wear... All right, Scotty, you ready for, you ready for a wedding wedding corner quiz? Oh, I can't. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. I love quizzes. Which month is the least popular to get married in? 
Oh, I'm just guessing. You're guessing. You have okay. one out of 12. Let's go. Like uh, I told you it's not October. You have one out of 11. <laughs> I'm going to say January. January is correct. About 4.7 of the weddings a year are in January. Those are the cheapos. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's it's like... After, or, or or they have to. <laughs> it, it's after the quote-unquote big winter right, right. holidays in December right. and right. not Valentine's Day. All so, right. yeah. I'm going to test your podcast knowledge with OCB podcast knowledge with this next question. You ready? Yes. Why is it called a honeymoon? Oh, we did talk about this. Laura. Um, because that's when the bees make their honey and it's harvested in June when most people got married. No. <laughs> oh. The couple drank, drank mead, a fermented honey drink, the whole first month of their marriage as an aphrodisiac. Whether it worked or sure. not, but it's the origin created, it may say, the wedding of uh, the wedding world. So yeah, fine. I'm still drinking it. There you go. <laughs> All right, Scotty. What country has the lowest divorce rate? I'll give you some choices here. Okay, okay thank you. A. Great Britain. Britain. B. Italy. C. China. Or D. Brazil. The lowest divorce rate. I am going to go with China. That would be wrong. It would be Italy. Oh, oh Italy. Lovers. Come on. Uh, That's I, a nice. Uh, I, I know, but... It's I, my cousins I, from there. Don't they also have uh, mistresses and... Uh, whatever whatever, whatever works. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. What country has the highest divorce rate? Is it A, Russia, B, USA, C, Germany, or D, Brazil? Uh, I'm going to say Brazil. Oh. That would be Russia. Oh, okay. Well, wouldn't you too if you were in Russia? I guess so. Yeah, I don't and Scotty, that is your wedding corner. That was very good. It's so timely and topical. Well, uh, yeah, don't you think so? October is the we're not. What's today's date? Apparently, I, it's uh, October second. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, Rory and Lily got married and, 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 in October, and it's Don McLean's birthday, man. <laughs> and it's Don McLean and Sting and Kelly Ripa. What else wouldn't you want to do? I know what we want to do. What do we want to do? One of our most popular segments on the podcast. This is big, big, big. We're going to do a Mount Rushmore, Neil. I know. A Mount Rushmore of songs with a name in the title. Oh, you guys are doing music again? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Yes, yeah, we, we are. are. But by the way, this this was um this was easy but tough. I, Does that I, make sense? I, I love that assessment. No, because yes. because songs came into my head mm-hmm. and they stuck with me, even though I was searching for other songs to, to go for. And and I usually and there are th- millions of songs. And I usually think, you know, what comes to me first, and then I have a lot of playlists on my iPod. I look through that to get ideas. Mm-hmm. Of course, I go to the Google machine and see what they say after I've come up with something, just to see if I've missed something. But uh-huh. I had to work a little bit at this, and I didn't work at all. I, I, uh, I had them, and I did. Shocker! <laughs> That's the theme of our podcast, isn't it, Neil? But it's just so natural to me, Scott. Uh, Scott, <laughs> you think- Scott, putting in forty-two hours of work to a podcast, Neil. What'd you do? I spent five minutes before we came, before you walked in the door. Well, that's not exactly true, <laughs> but it's close enough. <laughs> no, not no, actually, I'm no. kidding. I'm thinking I'm kidding. all the time. You know that. All right. Would you like to go first? Age before beauty. Yeah, you do it, buddy. All right. As I said, these these songs that I picked, they're just like uh, milestones in my life that I always remember. These songs, and I okay. And when I see the person with this name, I usually sing it to them. Just be careful. But uh, the first song is Carol, a song written and recorded by the great one Chuck Berry. Ooh. Carol. You never heard the song? 
It's not ringing any bells. Okay, it was first. I'll get to get to the story. I, why I was the, thinking O'Carroll by Neil Sedaka, but no. Okay. This is first released by, by Chess Records in 1958. Oh, and the, Chess Records. And the B-side was Hey Pedro, which I never heard of that song. Mm-mm. The single reached number 18 on the Billboard Hot 100 and number 9 on the, on the magazine's R&B chart. By the way, by the way, I thought the song was called Oh Carol because that's how it starts. Okay, but, but, but this song, which was released in 1958, has the same guitar riff as Johnny Be Good, right? If okay, you, okay. If you close your eyes, you sometimes you think it's Johnny Be Good. That and Surfing and, USA, and, yeah. and that night that came in 1957. It's like mm. it, I guess it worked at number two, so I figured he'll do it again in 58. Yeah. But I'm more familiar. I I really got familiar with this song by the uh, Rolling Stones cover of it. By and on their, oh, there uh, on their it was on their 1964 debut album. But it was also on the 1969 Get Ya Ya that album, the live album. By the way, okay, could be a Mount Rushmore of live albums. That album. Oh, oh, that would be good. Could be, could be. I don't, I don't want to give any different. I'm going to say could be on these Mount Rushmores. Cause what, and then I then I box myself in, don't I? And uh, yeah. All right. So here's the story of Carol. Why do, why do I love Why this? do you love this song, Neil? We're going to go back to Fredonia circa 19, 1981. I better hear Ed Bates in here. No, this is not it. This, oh, this, this okay. is a Neil Alderdy blues band. You, oh, yeah. You, you know, remember I had a band back I've in 1981? I've seen the picture. That, right. So this is a, well, maybe we should post that again on Facebook so people can believe it. But anyway, um, so my friend, um, my friend John had a girl, girl, girlfriend, Carol, right? Mm-hmm. And... We started every time he came came in through. Oh, Carol! And then we started, we played the song and we we recorded it and it was just it was great. And then and then just the Stones. So every time I see it, I was like, we were just it was just the greatest song. It's just pure rock and roll, man. That's all I can say. Do, do, do you ever uh, see her nowadays? No, I don't. Anything? I have no contact with that Carol. But okay, um, oh. but I do. We did do NAB. Neil Edward Blues Band did one show, and I have an MP. I do have an MP3 of that show. But we didn't do Oh Carol in the show. It wasn't part of the set list. All right, anyway, so this song, every time I hear it, every time I see Carol, I say, oh, Carol. Oh, Carol. Why did you steal my heart away? I listen to the song. It's great. I will. All right. Thank you. Because I haven't heard that one. Wow. Or um, maybe I have. But I think you have. That's have. Bud's like, that boy, he knows that song. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Neil, my first one. Yes. It's by a band you've heard many times uh, me talk about them on the podcast. It is Help Me Rhonda by the Beach Boys. Help me Rhonda. Help, help me Rhonda. So this first appeared on their 1965 album, The Beach Boys Today, written by Brian Wilson with additional lyrics by Mike Love. Do you think he's just trying to worm his way in there again? You think so? Royalty. Ka-ching, ka-ching. Right. (laughs) Now, Wilson claimed the song was inspired by Mac the Knife by Bobby Darin, and this first version was ukulele-driven. And it features, you know, one of the few songs, lead vocals by Al Jardine. You know, the guy with the big uh, kind of horse mouth Uh (laughs) for for the Beach Boys. I think he's the only non-blood relation. But they re-recorded it about a year later with a little different arrangement, slightly different lyrics. What year was this down? 1965. Okay. Went to number one in April of 1965. It knocked out the Beatles' Ticket to Ride from the top spot. So this version is the one I really love because I used to have the old version on one of my albums. Mm -hmm. The quote-unquote good version that I like has the bow bows in it where they go, bow, 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 bow. Help me, Ron. So, you know, I love the Beach Boys. By by the way, I have a a flashback of when you said of a 
Beach Boys on the stage with the Grateful Dead in New York City doing a doing Help Me Rhonda with all those boom boom all those oh, things going oh, in the dead oh, play. Oh, out. that would be awesome. Uh, can you get me a copy of that? I'll see if I can find it. Oh, I'm sure you can. But you know I love the Beach Boys, Siblings in a Band, Mount Rushmore, Episode mm-hmm. 120, Car Songs, number 146, Summer Songs, 102. <laughs> it's all in there. But to me, um, the name Rhonda to me is unique. You don't hear that a lot. Uh-huh. So, so that kind of sits with me. And also, Neil, you I know. Thought, you don't know any Rondas? I don't know any Rondas. Well, I had some Rondas in, in grade school and high school, I think. But Neil, yes, help me get around in my heart. Don't we all have our own personal rondas <laughs> to help us get around in our heart yes we do don't you think so so that's my first very one. nice help me rhonda all right neil let's take a break and when we come back we'll do feedback and finish up our mount rushmore of songs with a name in the title there are a lot of dog food choices out there How are you to choose which one is best for your special dog? I don't know. I just get so overwhelmed. Well, now there's OCB Dog Food. Now that's a brand that means quality to me. OCB Dog Food is made from all organic pig knuckles and harvested beef intestines with just a hint of horse lips to give it that extra flavor your dog will love. Scruffy doesn't like those dry, hard dog food bits. He likes his dog food meaty and moist. OCB dog food is plenty moist. And just like Scott, it makes its own gravy. Hey, look. Scruffy loves it. OCB dog food. Your dog will love it, too. And Scrappy, too. Hi, this is Larry McLaughlin. I love OCB dog food as well. I love to put it in my omelet for breakfast. Yum. Ask for OCB Dog Food by name at your local pet store today. OCB Dog Food is the best quality dog food this side of the international date line. Yeah, I gotta, I, you remind me to send that uh, GD version. That doesn't sound nice. The GD version? Grateful Dead. Grateful Dead, oh. You gotta need a circle. And we're back. Welcome back to the OC Bombers podcast. We're available on all of your favorite podcasting apps. Hey, before you do the toilet joke, once again, another one of the apps, Google Podcast, that is going away. What is that becoming? This is going to become YouTube. Right. Uh, YouTube music. I thought of Guy Guy, Guy Fletcher, by the way. He's 0 for 2. Yeah, he he started. Spotify, please don't. I hope he doesn't use yours. (laughs) He started with Stitcher. Then went to Google. Now he's going to have to go to YouTube, right? Or, or Spotify or, 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 or anything else. Or bankrupt else another, another, another podcast company. You're right. <laughs> he's the underlying theme there. I mean, is I it, didn't think no, that. this is trending. I mean, is that, you know, once is a maybe, two is a trend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Neil, what is our toilet joke? All right, here we week? go, Scotty. I know you love these. Why doesn't Chuck Norris fart? I don't know, Neil. Why doesn't Chuck Norris fart? Because nothing escapes Chuck Norris. I mean, this might have been good in 1992. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, some of those Chuck Norris jokes are funny. Oh, that, oh, there are. There's a thing of Chuck Norris jokes. Neil, yes. Google it. There's billions of them. I, I, I don't, I don't know these things. I really, I, I try to not think. Neil, about Chuck d- Norris. D- didn't you hear? Chuck Norris went to the Virgin Islands. They're now called the Islands. No, never heard these before. I have no clue what you're talking okay. about. I swear. All right. Yeah. You live in a different world than I do. 
Uh, let's let's open up the feedback oh, machine. Neil, the great Frederick Fair Damn. is over. Oh. As we know, neighbor Jeff may or may not have won something for a picture, yeah. but it wasn't kinda, agriculture. He's kind of quiet these days. Yeah, I'll see if I can round him up. Right. What do you say? Okay. But Miss Kelly from the OCB Kitchens, yeah. she got second place oh, for her apricot bars. Very nice. Second place. Not first place. But well, tolerance, you might have got <laughs> With the tolerance, she won. We talked about Gordy Howe, Mr. Hockey, yeah, playing until he was old. He played, he played from 1946 to 1980, being paid professionally. 52 years old was how wow. he was wow. his last year. That's amazing. We had we mentioned Guy Fletcher. He was on our last episode, Win Guy Fletcher's Money, based off of Win Ben Stein's Money. Right. That show was on from 1997 to 2003 on Comedy okay. Central. So, little context there. And... Bud from North Central Pennsylvania. Drink. Drink. Said he uh, thought Guy was an excellent guest and he enjoyed the game that he played. Okay. So po- Positive vibes. Speaking of Bud, when I, I had my, I, I, as I mentioned earlier, I went to the wedding this weekend. So I saw all the family, the big Perels, the DeMarcos. They love the podcast. Good. But you know what the feedback was? What? We want more Bud. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> now, more I don't know Bud. if they're talking about Budweiser, Bud Montgomery or something else, we want more Bud. <laughs> okay. First of all, before we do anything, yes, please clarify with them. So that way we do the right thing. Okay. Okay. But, I mean, I'm not kidding. To a person. Oh, wow. They okay. love them out there. All right. Well, we'll see what we can do. I, I think I know how to get a hold okay. of him. Also, if for your voting purposes, yes. voting for the podcast, Frederick Magazine, Best of Frederick, it's open until November 15th, so get vote. out there and vote. And you have to vote for 25 categories in Frederick. It's tough. Let me know if you need help. I can help you there. I, Neil. Yes. The Frederick News Post, yep. best of the best. Yes. We are going to find out in two days from tonight. Wow. If we made the top five or not. Will there be a press release or, or what are we going to do? Will there be? <laughs> You betcha there. There may be our, some. Our uh, PR people are working as we speak. Scruffy. <laughs> but we do appreciate all the votes. So yes. uh, wow. you better have come through and got us through. That's all we got to say. We want people. more bud. <laughs> more bud. And you know what else people want more of? What's that? Our Mount Rushmore of songs with a name in the title. So, Neil. Yes. You're number two. Or just your second one. My number two is the uh, from. This is one of. From a band that was on my Mush, Mount Rushmore brother, a uh, sibling band. I oh, so we both have one from there. Very right. nice. So this will be Jessica by the Almond Brothers. Ooh. Love that song. Now, Love Je- the lyrics. Yeah. Jessica is an instrumental piece by American rock band, the Almond Brothers, released in December of 73 as the second single from the group's fourth studio, studio, studio album, Brothers and Sisters. Now, I know it from Brothers and Sisters. I didn't know the Written by guitarist Dickie Betts, the song is attributed to gypsy guitarist Django Reinhardt, and he was designed to play using only two fingers on the left hand. Do you know Django? Have you heard? You know this guy is? This gypsy guitar player? No, I, I've not heard of him. I'm like, I, there's a little sidebar here. Um, there's a documentary on uh, on HBO about this guy. Okay. Um, and uh, me and Francie kind of stumbled on it when, um, yeah. when we were flipping around. Dad, this is good. <laughs> that, was my fr- that, was my, that was my Francie impression. Uh, uh, I would say fair. Okay. Um, 
It's named after his daughter, Jessica Betts, who was an infant when it was, and, and when it was released. And it's this, the album version is seven minutes and 28 seconds. Yeah, that's a long one. And it's a single version of four minutes. I've never heard the single version. I don't even know that, what that you would You only do albums. And the way I've heard it a lot yeah. was years ago, whenever Guitar Hero video yeah, game yeah. was popular, uh-huh. Riker had to play that to like get to the next level. Uh-huh. So I heard that a lot. Very good. The song peaked in the Billboard's Easy Listening chart when it peaked at 29 on March 9th, 1974. Easy Listening? I'm just reading them. Although it never rose huh. higher than 65 in the Hot 100, it became okay. a staple of classic rock radio. Yeah, absolutely. And that is where I'm, that's where I'm going to go with this song. So, so we're going to go back to um, classic, hanging out in high school, mm-hmm. think 70 show, think me in a car. <laughs> oh, <laughs> with Alice, Alice and Janari. Your hair's kind of shaggy. And the song would come on. Alice and Janari would always say, uh, she would tell a story. She had a story to the song, seven minutes. And you know there's different breaks in the song? Yeah. Like piano, mm-hmm. slow guitar, fast guitar. Right. And she had it all all mapped out. And we and every time it came on, Allison, you're up. And she would just kind of tell the story to the song. Did, now, did, and, did you ever get sick of this story? No, it was great. Okay, it, all it right. It was fine. But the, uh, we, had, we had a good time with it. But anyway, I, other thing when I, when I saw Allison at the 10, 20, 30, 40 year reunion, I've only seen every 10 years. Yeah. Neil, I don't remember that anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> no. And of course, I have to I have to annoy her about it. <laughs> well, no, not you, Neil. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, but here, here's, I love the song, but here's the, here, here's the crown jewel. I can't wait to play this for my granddaughter, Jessica. Oh, now, right. at, at two years old, she doesn't have the patience for seven hours and 28 seconds. Neither, neither do right. any of our listeners out no, there. No, right. No, no. <laughs> but when the time's appropriate, Jessica, come in the car with Papu. We're going we're gonna to learn. Nice, beautiful day. Sun up. Rock and roll. You just need to have it on a constant yeah, loop, yeah, and yeah. then it'll become right. ingrained so, in her. Oh, anyway, that's so, awesome. Yeah, yeah, that'd be very nice. There you go, Jessica. I love that. That's a very good song. I like that wow, one. I'm like I'm getting affirmations from you. This is nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's so rare, isn't it? <laughs> it's a good. That was a good word. I had some French dictionary, and I just I, 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 ate the, I ate the Webster's. <laughs> All right, Neil. My number two. <laughs> yes, sir. Comes in from 1979 at the height of disco music. But then the debut single from this band. I know what it is. My Sharona by The Knack. Off the album, Get the Knack. We used to say, Get the Knack by the Knack. By the way, that was number one on the, on the, uh, on the, um, Casey Kasem's top uh, top 40 this week at 926, 1979. You're absolutely right. And it was the number one song for the entire year. On the singles charts now the, the, as well. Um, oh, oh, the, the number two song was "Sad Eyes" by who? by Robert John. Uh, okay, I was like, I at least I'm getting through the song. I hate this song, but I got to hear yeah. what number one was. Yeah, <laughs> and it was the neck. <laughs> yes. Do, do you like my? That Sharona? happened this weekend. Yeah, of course. Who does? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, well, a little overplayed. 1979 for me. You can imagine that for me, right? But it was good. sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, right. It was the number one song of the year. Uh, Capitol's record said it was the fastest gold status debut single since the Beatles' okay. "I Want to Hold Your Hand" in 1964. So it sold a lot. And, it was very popular. And, and what other hits do the Knack have? <laughs> um, good girls don't. Oh yeah, that's right. Also okay. off this. Now was they it, ha- is, that, is that an original? Was that is that a cover? No, no, that was an original. Okay. And um, is, uh, so it was written don't. by. Burton, Avery, and Doug Feiger. Uh, Doug Feiger, the, the lead singer, uh, died in 2010 at the age of 57. Wow. Very young. Wow. Uh, but he wrote it about his then girlfriend, of course. He claims he wrote it in about 15 minutes. And it's from the perspective of a 14-year-old boy 
So I was like 11. So, so I really got what he was talking about. Um, according to legend, the song was recorded in a single take and not including the background uh-huh. vocals, but they just nailed it down. So here's where I want to talk about the musicality of the song a little bit. Has that great bass hook yeah. that pulls you in, makes you want to dance. And then the hard guitars come in over top of that. This is some deep analysis. I love it because it adds to the angst. But then in the middle, there's this solo and this little melodic bridge that happens. And then it builds up, crescendos, and then boom, right back into the do 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 It's great. It's a great song. The part of Neil be played as Scott now. Now, in 2005, this song gained a little popularity. From what? Oh, Reality Bites? From being on President George W. Bush's iPod. I didn't know that. Okay, W into the neck, all right. And by the way, one of Weird Al's best parodies, My Bologna. <laughs> right? Remember I, that I one? Do, um, My vaguely. Bologna. Vaguely. So there you go. Vaguely. My Sharona oh, by the Connect. All right. Once again, these should not be big surprises for anybody. Number, number three on the list. In no particular order, by the way. Mine may be in an order. I don't know. The song Allison. By Elvis Costello. It was on Elvis Costello's debut studio album, My Aim is True, which is, My Aim is True is is not the name of the song, but it's in that. It's in the lyrics. In the lyrics. It was the fifth track on that that album, which was released in 1977. Now, that album, My Aim is True, could be be on my Mount Rushmore of albums. By the way, Brothers and Sisters, also the one previous, could be on that also. Those are those are cornerstone albums for me, really. Now, now I've I've told this story on here before. When we first met and started talking about music right. back in the day, I said, "What's your favorite Elvis song?" Right, and you named an Elvis Costello song. But then, <laughs> uh, you made me a tape uh-huh. because you still made tapes then, not even CDs. And Allison was on there, oh, and right. I hadn't really heard that. And I was like, "Yeah, that's a great song." You're like, "Oh my God, yes, it is." So yeah, I don't remember. So that. you exposed me. As Allison was recorded before song. the attractions for him, his backing band on the track was Clover. Scotty, who was in Clover? Huey Lewis and Sean Hopper from Huey Lewis yeah. on the News. So, I yeah. believe, yeah. 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 So Clover, awesome. Clover's on the was on that track there. Mm-hmm. Costello um, divulged the meaning of the song. Like it was supposed to be like this. He said it was about um, a shop person and like a grocery store clerk, and uh, her name was Allison and thing. But, okay, uh, but it's kind of uh, he denied about that that it was disappointing somebody and said denied suggestion that the line somebody better put out the light and my aim is true referring to murder. I guess there was a, I didn't know there was a little controversy about that. Oh but my I guess god, there was. no, no, no murder. We don't no, want. No, Songs no. about murder, unless it's the night the lights okay. went out in Georgia. But so Allison not, was released as a single United Kingdom and a, to the a, with a B side of "Welcome to the Working Week," which is a great song. And it had two singles in the United States, but it never really kind of charted anywhere. But it was 318 on the greatest 500 greatest songs of all time by Rolling Stone. On Rolling Stone. Okay, so I very, think that's about right. 318, right in the middle. I think that's about right. Middle-ish. Once again, besides loving this song, this song gives me a little. There's, there's a one little story about Allison. So. Allison Gaynor, one of the gourmet club of uh, Sue and Wayne Gaynor. Okay. When she was, bo- her name, we knew her name was going to be Allison. They, they, they knew it was a girl. And we, Lisa and I were babysitting Davey and, um, and Adam because they were parents of getting babies. And our kids are about the same age. We had them the whole day. I must have drilled this song into the kids' out 12 <laughs> times that day. One more time! Of course it is. Allison. Thank you, Mr. Neal. Can Thank I go you. home yeah. now? And, by the way, I've seen Elvis Costello probably about 20 times in concert, maybe you're about. Very nice. I don't think I've seen him not do this song at concert. He, he, it's one of the ones he has to and sing, I, right? I, and I actually seen him sing it with the Baltimore Symphony Orchestra one time. Oh, that would which, be beautiful. Which was very nice. So. All right. And that is number three on the list, Allison. 
Very nice. Good song, Neil. Oh my God, more affirmations. I need another word. Can you give me a synonym for affirmation? <laughs> no, because I like that too much. <laughs> Neil, I have another power pop song for okay. you, written by a foreigner, an Australian from down under, Mr. Rick Springfield. It is, oh. yes, Jesse's Girl. Now, I know what you might say. This song is now overplayed, but back in the day, it wasn't really overplayed, okay? But, but by, by the way, the band played that at the wedding on um, on Saturday night, and we were, we were all around Jesse Perel. I wish I had Jesse's girl. There you go. It's still popular, <laughs> right? People dancing to it. So it's from his first, well, not his first album, but the Working Class Dog album released in February okay, isn't that his only album? No, he has much more than that, Neil. <laughs> oh, is that his big, is that, that's his big, yes. big song? Okay. That's his big one. Uh, it is a bit of a creeper song, just because you want somebody else's girl. You know what I'm saying? The story of that is Rick Springfield was taking a stained glass class. Okay. Sta- okay, some art thing. And he had a friend, Gary, and it was about Gary's girlfriend. So it, why wasn't it Gary's girl? It doesn't have the same pop as Jesse. And then it, Gary's girl. it took 19 weeks to reach number one. So it was on the charts for a long, long wow. time and just kept building and building. And that song had legs. It, yes, it did. <laughs> and the guitar solo in the middle was done by... Van Halen? No. no. Neil Garaldo, who's oh, married from, uh, to Pat, Pat Benatar. Benatar. Yeah, I kind of knew that. So now he that, did now that. that I did know that, yes. Uh, but, but this is great. You know, it starts with that little rhythm guitar, yeah. keyboards, drums kick in, great solo in the middle. It's a good pop Great song. dance thing. So Lin- Linda's going to be very happy with you. So picture- Deborah, not so much. Aw, Dad. <laughs> but listen, a picture in your mind, uh, introverted 13-year-old me, still with hair, after seventh grade, didn't like seventh grade at all. I played the crap out of this song that summer. And is that when you, is that when you and Kelly first uh, eight, was it? No, eight no, eight? no. It was uh, that, that wasn't until three years later. Oh, you know, so, okay. yeah. it took a little while to get the confidence up. Yeah, right. It did. <laughs> it absolutely did. So that's it. Uh, Jesse's girl, All right. Rick Springfield, the working class dog himself. Neil, let's bring it home with our fourth ones. All right. Now this fourth one is called "Sweet Little Lisa" by Dave Edmonds. Have you heard yourself? I played this for you many times, I think. So this is, but this was actually not. I didn't realize this wasn't written by Dave Evans. Dave Evans. I thought it was an original. Um, it was but written by Walter Cohart, Hank DeVito, and Donovan Cohart. Who are they, Neil? I have no idea. Oh, it, <laughs> it is on the 1979 Repeat When Necessary album. Um, and he really, Dave Evans has two albums, which is that Repeat When Necessary, 1981 Twanging. I think I give you the 80s yes. Twanging album. Yes, 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 um, you have. But they all, um, I mean, these, and then then Rockpile was, he was part of Rockpile, which was released in 1980. But I want to say all of, between these four guys, Dave Edmonds, Billy Bremner, Nick Lowe, and Terry Williams, mm-hmm. they all played on each other's albums for those, la- for those like three, four years. And they okay. kind of got together to Rockpile. So this is really Rockpile album with Dave Edmonds stuff stuff on it. So all those guys were playing rock on Rockpile light. Exactly. Now, Dave Edmonds, once again, I, in, he's a he's from the Welsh. we got to do our, our, our uh, Mount Rushmore Welsh, I think. Of Welsh people? I, I think this is, I mean, all right. So let me tell you a little story about this song, Scotty. You ready? How it personalizes to me. All right? Personalize it for me. Give it context. So, like I said, it came out in 79. I love Rockpile and that whole scene from like from high school. Into high, um, and I kind of forgot about this song, right? And then 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 I, then I went to Fredonia, right? I obviously met Lisa, but Mike Jacoby, second Mike Jacoby uh, reference today. That's Sorry, twice. Ed Bates. <laughs> uh, Ed who? 
started playing the song and we and 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 then and then um, when I went out with Lisa and I just kind of stuck and it was just that that it just really was oh uh, Neil uh, that's it was so, so sweet and it, not only is it a great love song but it rocks I'm telling you this song just rock and rolls it's three minutes and thirty two seconds is this I can't wait to hear this playlist when you give it to me it's gonna be great so I do love the song and it's really it's a great song every time I hear it I you know you don't you I'm only hearing if I play it or it's in my music mix somewhere. sure. You guys will love it. I'm telling you that. This is scrawn. You don't know about, but you'll love it. So, Sweet right, little Lisa. Lisa. Wow. Call Lisa. Gonna, Dave I'm, Evans. I'm going to start calling Lisa that. Sweet little Lisa. Would she like that? I think she would. She okay. liked it. Now, Neil, my final one, I think you might be able to guess. I don't know. It's another power pop song. Hmm. This one is from 1994. It is Buddy Holly by Weezer. Oh. Buddy you know, you Holly? Know, you is- know I love Buddy Holly. Oh, that's right. Okay, yes, yes, yes. yes that's okay. a name, right? Yes, yes, yes. So it was released September 7th, 1994. Oh, just, that's a great song. Though. When it was going to be, you know, that was Buddy Holly's 58th anniversary mm-hmm. date. That's when it was released. It was written by Rivers Cuomo, the guy that guy's behind Weezer. Pretty he smart writes guy. lots of stuff. He's pretty he puts smart. Out a lot of, He's a pretty smart guy. A lot of music. Uh, he Very wrote, talented. He wrote it after friends made fun of his Asian girlfriend. Oh. Hopefully he got new friends. But the producer, Rick Okasik, had to talk Rivers into including it on the album because Rivers didn't uh-huh. really like it. But the original lyrics, you know, it's like, I look like Buddy Holly, right. you look like Mary Tyler Moore. The original lyrics were, ooh-wee-oo, you look just like Ginger Rogers. Oh-oh, I move just like Fred Astaire. Oh, wow. So I think Buddy Holly, Mary Tyler Moore fits a little yeah. better. But I, I I love Ginger and Fred. I yeah. tell you that much. He's a smart guy, River. And very talented, I should say. And the very famous video directed by Spike Jones, where Weezer is yeah. in Owls Happy, from Happy Days. Happy Days, right, right. Uh, and that, apparently, that video was included on Windows 95 when you put the CD-ROM really? in. That video Ooh. booted up. So millions of people wow, um, saw that video. for River. Right, exactly. Let's go back to 1994. We knew each other. We knew each other. And this song, we played this album at maybe the first Bomber Party really? or maybe the second one. And I just love that album. The Blue yeah. Album, yeah, it's Weezer. Great. It's a great album. Have you seen Weezer in concert? I have not yet. Oh. We were going, uh, me and my kids, we were going to go see him at some holiday thing at the right. Patriot right. Center years ago. And that's when their bus crashed like a week before and oh. he broke his leg. So I still haven't seen them. I know they tour. I had an opportunity to see them this year, but I was I couldn't they make out, it to Merriweather. They came out with four albums last year, each one for a season: winter, spring, yeah. summer, and fall. Like, and I, I mean, I listened the first two. I, I did not. I did not keep up with the third and fourth one. Yeah, it's ridiculous how much music they put out now. But there you go. That's a great song, Buddy Holly. Neil, did you pick up a theme? From my songs, there's a little theme in there. I don't know if anyone else noticed. I wasn't paying attention. No, uh, no. What is the order? Chronological: sixties, seventies, eighties, and nineties. Wow! It's just like Q one oh seven, the <laughs> hits of the fifties, sixties, seventies, nineties. Blah, 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 blah. All right, Neil. All right. Uh, here are some other songs that yes. popped up as I was thinking, and you know, chime in. Okay. Peggy Sue by Buddy Holly. Yeah, sure. Great song. Mister Wendell by Arrested Development. Oh, that's a great song. Great song. That's a great song. Mister. Uh, Minnie the Moocher, Cab Calloway. Oh yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, of course, uh, Billy Don't Be a Hero by Bo Donaldson like and the Haywoods. Sarah Smile, Hall and Oates. Sure. Great one. Come on, Eileen. Come on, Eileen. <laughs> R- Run Around Sue. 
by Dion. Wake up, little Susie. That's Sherry, like Frankie Valley, like all those fifties, sixties songs. Billy Jean by MJ, Michael Jackson, Sneaking Sally through the alley. Robert Very Palmer. Nice. Hey Dini, Sean Cassidy, Jenny eight six seven five three zero nine eight six. Yeah, Sheena is a punk rocker by the Ramones. Hello, Andre Thompson. What about Elvira by the Oak Ridge Boys? I don't know that. Elvira, one. I guess, I guess Bumpa, Peg, Steely Dan. What about? I thought you would have Scotty doesn't know by Lustro, <laughs> or even uh, Hey Mickey. Tony Basil. We just talked about her last week, me. We did. She's 80 years old. And what about Looking Glass's perfect yacht rock song, Brandy? Brandy? You're a fine girl. Brandy, you're a fine girl. So there you go. Um, Thank you. That was fun. Lola. That was very fun. Names. Lola was another one that was on my head. I like by the Kinks. Yeah. And uh, Layla, Eric Clapton. Uh, there, there's of, a lot of good songs out there. A little bit of another instrumental. And no, 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 the you'll special. get the. Uh, playlist to me as soon as possible we'll playlist. get that out there we'll let you know how we did with frederick news post best of the best but now neil yeah i know you wanted to uh talk yeah. about something yeah, we, right about, now. Yeah, we were going to talk about climate climate change but no oh, man. neil look at the time timer's up wow we're done and, that's good and, we have a half hour to the giants game and you got a football <laughs> game to watch so next time we'll talk about that so yeah and how about our baltimore Royals? let's wish them luck in the, in the yes playoffs. way to go birds Number one bring it home least. But more importantly, more importantly, we have to we have to win one of these contests that the podcast is in. That's correct. Best <laughs> of the best, best of Frederick. We have to win, or both. That would yes. be that would be even better. You know, with all this extra stuff, we could probably get talked about climate change. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the OC Bombers podcast. Spread the word. One hands on Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud, Spotify. Leave us feedback and comments. Until next time, so long. See you, Neil. Bye, Scotty.